This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sky Blues Extra podcast in association with Dylan's Brewery and the Sky Blue Tavern. Dean, back in the hot seat this evening alongside Dave. Dave, how are we doing? Yeah, good. Very good. Uh, lovely, lovely uh, win yesterday. Good for the old confidence. So, yeah, very happy. Very indifferent week, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing, because Friday night was a, a disaster, an absolute disaster. It was a bit of a disaster, mate. Um, and the thing is, is that it's been ups and downs, isn't it? We're going to obviously talk about injuries, um, talk about that game. Um, and then you've got what everyone will say we should have done, if that makes sense. Um, but the you still have to do it. Yeah, you still have to do it. Yeah. So we won't yeah. get any, um, you know, we're getting zero for, for, for beating Maidstone, but but we had to still get it done. I think that game came at the perfect time, really, because of what happened on Friday. You know, everybody was sort of down in the doldrums and you kind of look at the next fixture in the league and West Brom, while they're playing well, they're going well, they're a fellow playoff contender. How do we bounce back mentally more than anything? Because that's that that was the thing I was worried about. How how are they going to mentally bounce back from that that first 20 minutes was just such a disaster that you basically lost the game in, in 20 minutes. How do you yeah. bounce back from that? And to have that Maidstone game there, straight it's away, just gonna, it's just going to breed a bit of confidence. You know, I know it's the opposition is Pody, but you can only beat what's in front of you. And it, we obviously took that opportunity and did a really professional performance yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the class obviously showed, um, but we did what we should do as a team that's that many levels above. Um, so it's. <sighs> You know, you have to, you still have to move the ball quickly. You still have to be that half yard of, of pace or that half yard quicker. 
Um, and yeah, it's, um, I think we did it really, really well. And we had to get an early goal because that is always going to really affect a team for, you know, at that level, I think. Um, they It's like their big day. Then it starts to Jesus sort of wasn't their big day. They were in town early. They were having breakfast with with Ross at the uh, Sky Blue Cafe. Yeah, on, on ITV. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, sw- he swindled another freebie somehow. But, yeah, he, he does. He loves the freebie. He does. Yeah, Ross. he got he had an appearance on Talk TV Sunday night on ITV Monday. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to be able to afford him next season. But you know, what? Uh, sorry, he's being paid. <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to him about that. In sausages and and breakfasts, Dean. That's... <laughs> well, no. If you look at Sky Blue, Sky Blue Talk, they think we're all we're all air uh, shills trying to make a little bit of money from this podcast, and we make absolutely zero money on this podcast. FYI, we do it for yeah. the love of it, for the love, the love of the game. Um, but no, it's good. It was good. There was a few media engagements this week for Sky Blue Extra. It's good that. Um, Ross and Matt were on that um on on like you say on the ITV and he did talk um TV which I'm not massively familiar with but you know you take what you can get don't you at this level I think it's some sort of Tory Tory nonsense <laughs> well, I was leading it that I wasn't going to say it but <laughs> I'll say it I had I'll a vague idea of what between it was between them and GB news you know <laughs> yeah. what's to say I did think that it was a station that maybe like someone like Dan Wooten would be on or, or whatever. But yeah. Hey, don't use his. Oh no, he's he's been cleared now, so you can you can say it won't be libelous at this at this stage. Uh, right, let's move on because otherwise we are going to get ourselves into, <laughs> into <or>. trouble. <laughs> um, seemingly a lot has happened in like four days. Like just that's what it feels like to me. So first of all, let's talk before we head into the Preston game. Let's talk about the the Tats injury, because I think that's the biggest news of, of the week so far, regardless of the of the fixtures. Just bitterly disappointing for the fellow. He was just sort of working his way back into it after, you know, being taken out of the team because of tiredness. He's just slowly working his way back into the swing of things, and that's him gone now for the for the rest of, of the campaign, which is um, a tough, tough one, really, because he was, for me, arguably one of our players of the season. Yeah, and he has that spark that can sometimes win you a game or, you know, put enough pressure on a team to make them make mistakes. You know, the way he used to chop back and forth onto his onto his left and right foot, it's it's that's what, you know, really starts to, you know, defenders will, will step back, will back off of players like that and that creates opportunities and openings. And he's starting to chip in with goals, wasn't he? he he'd scored a few goals. Um and just another real blow as a creative outlet. You know, when you think of what we have lost this season with Sheaf um, being like the, the spine, really, from a defensive point of view, and, and also the organisation of that middle of the park, because the players around him uh, are great, but they haven't got that sort of organisational understanding, I think, which, you know, it's great to see Kelly, because I think we needed needed that that back. Um, and Tat's the same, really. It's that, that extra piece of spark that sometimes you he's need to be able to win your games. He? Yeah, he has. He's, he's a quality, quality player. Um, and I think he was starting to find his feet in English football. Um, he he showed signs very early on, but he was actually starting to have the confidence to take shots on, um, to to cross those first-time crosses or cross deep or, or whatever. So, 
you know, he was he was really starting to ramp up and it's just such a blow because we need all of the players that, you know, that are in the squad really to um to get to where we want to get to. Um and it's just massively disappointing for for Mark Robbins, but obviously for Tats as well, who was having a really standout season um and, and probably would have been, you know, well up there for sort of like newcomer of the year. I don't think there's an award for that, but you know, if there was it it'd be up for it. There is now. <laughs> well, we'll go along to the awards evening and just do our own, just outside yeah. in the foyer area, new cover of the year award. You can, yeah, but but it it was there was a lot said about the injury, a lot of speculation wasn't there of like what what that was. Um, it's so annoying that do we just people just shut up until we get some official like? Yeah, I must admit, I mean we we wouldn't have a channel if it wasn't for social media. So we've got to be careful what we say. No, no, but... no, but not like other pe like other people just. They know they're talking shit, right? They just want to try and be first to the punch, and it's it's just all nonsense and lies, basically. It is, and I think back to you know there was a separate but a situation today around uh, a, a betting market which has completely changed because of social media, and actually had that of not you know had that have been twenty five thirty years ago, that wouldn't have been a case, and you know people would still have been able to have get. Uh, place a bet on this certain situ- situation which which you don't want to go frustrated yeah <laughs> it's true you know so it does it does swing things um it, well you know it totally swings elections we've seen that so like but it's, well, it's it very is. political this evening it has got wow. a bit isn't it let's get it back to the football but no it, it does so it's it is frustrating because we all want the best for him and then you're reading all this and it's just a bit I suppose frustrating to be thinking, oh, it's really, really serious, broken pelvis. I don't think it is that. I don't know what it is. I honestly actually was the other way. I was like, I don't, I don't think it's as bad as it is going to be. And I thought it would be back in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, technically, it's what six to eight or eight to ten. What well, weeks till he's, till he's back? Technically, six to eight. Did he say? No, or he 10. said end of the season. End of the season. I don't That's know how many end weeks of May, that is. Isn't it? So what's that? Three. What right, you got? March, April, May. So that's 12 weeks. Fucking hell's like Carol Vorderman. Where's Carol Vorderman? What do you need her? God's sake. Wait, what's this turned into? I don't know. But I thought anyway that it I, would be... It's like 13 weeks to the end of the season. If, as we're yeah, talking now, roughly. But anyway, I thought it was going to be less. I honestly thought it was going to be bruising or something like that. And I know that sounds really stupid, but some of these things are really bad at the start. Mm-hmm. And then with the speculation as well, I was a bit like, you know take with a pinch of salts don't you um yeah. but no it obviously seems to be pretty serious serious enough to keep him out to the end of the season and that's a bit a bit of blow i i think that's it for us now i do i do i i think that's that signals the end of this potential playoff push oh wow because i don't think we have anyone to cover that no uh, we're gonna have to adapt we are gonna have to change the but the, i just don't see we how play. we can adapt because we're we're already struggling with wingers as it is Tavares no good I'm afraid that showing last night was just piss poor yeah can't do it in that type of atmosphere you're not gonna be able to do it against the likes of West Brom Ipswich leads potentially in a playoff two legs you know so I I look at the squad at that at that end of the pitch I just think we're really really struggling because we're already using Palmer and O'Hare to sort of cover the left hand side when right has been missing um Godden can't do a job out there. Yeah, I, I just think it's I just think we're lacking now. And 
Well, yeah. he's probably got to go back to that box, isn't he? And that's the that is literally the only way. I think he might sort of revert to a two up front at some point as well. Yeah, I mean, it does it does seem that that's the only the option. It's going to be a little bit more narrow, but um, but we have got the players in there to do that. You know, you've got Sheaf coming back. He's not a uh, million miles off. How many weeks is he? What I, I actually I saw something about he's he's two weeks away from being back into full training, so. Okay. That's quicker than I was yeah. expecting. I don't know why I heard Watford, but that's like next week, isn't it? That's yeah. The ninth. Um I, I yeah, I just I just I just think we're struggling. Ultimate. The only the only option I think is maybe playing maybe Torp out there when Chief's back. But it's it that's a it's it's a long shot, isn't it? That's just trying to put triangles into square holes or whatever and analogy you want to use. I just I just I just I just think he was the he was one of those guys naturally that could take wide us, take man. us to the next level. Yeah, because, naturally because wide man. But I, I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to say it's over because you look at you know Southampton get turned over against Millwall, and although you could say bounce of a new manager back in Neil Harris, you know, back at the helm at Millwall. Um, I don't know. You know, the results are shock results in, in yeah. this league. And... I'll back the team to, to the end of the of world. Of course, but, yeah. But I, I just I just feel now we, we're just going to come a bit bit light. And that is absolutely fine, by the way. Yeah, yeah, there no, is... exactly. And I've, I've felt this, but I've felt that anyway, if if I'm honest. Maybe that's me protecting myself against the, <laughs> the inevitable. But I, I felt that other teams are just in stronger veins of form, regardless mm. of tats or not, if that makes sense. Like, I just think they've been, they're, they're in, you know, we we have hit a bit of a patch. And I, and I think yesterday was a great um, confidence booster, but I don't think you can shy away the performances that we've probably put in in the weeks before that. Um, yeah. I, I think we were we were due a, a beat down at some point. Just because, yeah, and, and Leicester, you know, Leicester feels a long before. time ago, doesn't it? That sort yeah. of, that sort of, wow. Feels a little long time ago where, you know, we've done it dirty, which is great. A lot of good teams have to do that. There's got to be times when you you roll up your sleeves and grind out 2-1 wins or 1-0 wins or whatever. You take that seven points, those three games before Preston. I reckon they were, you know, three of our ropiest performances of the season and we got seven mm. points out of nine. Yeah. So it wasn't a surprise to me that we were going to get beat. I just didn't expect us to go down with a a whimper, really, against Preston. I I wanted to see a bit more courage, a bit more heart, a bit more desire, especially second half. Like I know we were chasing our tails at that point, but we we just didn't look like we were at it at all. Even like five percent, I would say. It was a shocker. A real, real yeah. shocker. And and obviously we were caught, you know, hot on our heels, weren't we? And that and that's always difficult to to come back from. Um but it did feel like just shell shocked, really. Um, and and then again, it's very difficult to get yourself back up for it. Um, you know, mentally probably conceding to defeat. You know, very very early on. Then um, there's a few chances that maybe would have changed the game had it gone. You know, could have gone. But it was it was a very just a very very tough night. And a very, very professional performance from Preston. You've got to say, oh yeah, they, yeah, they looked, Kudos you know, them. as much as um, as much as we expected more from us. They they really did 
you know, put a professional performance in that just we just couldn't live with. And I think we got we are going to get those types of performances from Coventry because of how raw the talent is and how new the nucleus of the team is, and it's you know we talk about this yeah. sort of five year cycle. We've also been having having a lot of not just injuries. I know Preston are playing a lot of games. Don't get me wrong, but some of those odd those happen. You know they they all together they're on the coach. I know it sounds odd, but they're all like, right, let's, we're going up, we're going to take them out, we're going to do it. And it that camaraderie together, you know, midweek game or it was Friday night game or whatever, sorry. Um, you know, there's it, it, a lot to be said for that sort of, you know, and they're, they're going the right way. So I, I think we would like to have seen more, but we would, we like you say, we were due one of them. We were due one. And some really poor performances on the evening as well, wasn't there? De Silva. I mean, I don't not sure what he's doing with that second. Well, this is the this is the only thing is that now when you start to break it down, the individual performances yeah. were were what caused caused that. And you could probably play that game a hundred times, and De Silva probably wouldn't try and dribble it out of defence. You know, yeah. he probably Wilson just would like... come, come out for the for the first cross. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it it is like you know as cliche as it we love a cliche on this podcast, but like it is fine margins, especially when you're I don't know was it inside five minutes I can't even remember it was it was really first, early on, first minute first minute sorry first yeah, minute yeah Reese got the first goal and then Bear Keen made it two in in twenty um and you yeah. talk about individual errors there it was the second most individual errors um by a single team this season. Yeah, so, and that's where you get beat 3-0, isn't it? Yeah, simple as that. And it's tough to sort of pick out any sort of positives from the evening. Um, but yeah, and but, but perhaps you don't have to because we had the Stoke game. There was no positives from that last season. And then we 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 seemingly just turned it around and and started, you know, rolled our sleeves up and got on with it and, and put that, you know, parked that and, and went again. You hope it is the catalyst, right? That's That's the thing, like the Stoke defeat last year was the catalyst for us to pull our socks up and move on. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I think that, and and I think it's very easy to write write them off. And and look, don't get me wrong, I, I do think we might just miss out, but that's nothing to do with um, Preston. You know, that that's to do with just, I just think over the next, you know, whatever, how many weeks we just went through that, um, how many weeks we've got left, we probably just might not have enough quality. Now compounded by some further injuries and having to now fit people like Sheaf back into the team and get them up and running. And, you know, when you're calling on Liam Kelly, it's that, you know, from when you think about mid transfer business you've done and, and all of that, it it's it's a it starts to look thin, doesn't it? The the, it, the team does that look thin, you know, when you've got Tavares starting right right side and, and, and stuff, that's starting to look very thin, you've got to say. So which is in, unbelievable, really. Thinner than um, the top of my head, mate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and that is thin with a capital T. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's true. So, but do I do I think they showed guts? Okay, albeit with some slightly different personnel, but we've still got some some quality there. Did they show guts away to Leeds? Yes, absolutely. So, is there is there some guts in that changing room? Yeah. Like, and they and when you think about the managerial staff in there that are going to be saying the right things in the right ears, I, I think you'll see, I think you'll see a, a you know, a, 
uh, a reaction from from that. And, and everyone will know that, that Preston game was not good enough. And we do still possess a lot of quality. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it. Friday is 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 another big one, isn't it? They're all big, but Friday is another huge one. Yeah, we will we will talk about West Brom a, a little bit later. Um, it was also the trial of the the away fans being moved as well. Was you did you go to the game? Uh, I didn't. I no. was. Uh, I tried everything to try and get there, um, but I couldn't even find someone to give me a lift. And someone did actually. Grateful for them to uh, messaging me in the Sky Blues Extra um, Instagram page. Very kind of them. But I'd already uh, made made my mind up that I was going to help my parents move that weekend. That was a pretty good decision. Let's uh, let's let's say that. I, I I didn't see too much chat about this and how it sort of went down. I, for me, I, I'm, I'm surprised they did it on a Friday night game. I think they're looking for opportunities to trial these things um, ahead of, yeah, maybe, I don't know if it was ahead of Maidstone, but they're, they're looking to trial these things out ahead of, um, you know, uh, big fixtures coming up. I, I don't, I don't like it though, personally. I want to see them sort of, sort of that Coliseum effect around the away fans, having City fans on either side of them. That's what I want to see more than just shoving them in the corner personally. Yeah, I think we're going to lose a lot. It's quite good to have, it's quite good to built, have home right? fans behind the goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah shuffle singers corner over a little bit more towards towards that goal because mm. I just feel we're, I just feel like we're going to lose the atmosphere that that is built, and that's because of how close the away fans in that corner have been this year. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, you do. You do want that. You know, you do want that proximity um, to to create an atmosphere for sure. Uh, should we wrap up Preston? Anything else yeah. you want to say about that? No, not really. Just uh, I think it's one of those, you know, move forget, on. Forget it. about it. Forget it, as, yeah. Yeah, as, as much as we can. Um, there was a competition, Dave. There was. We've been, there was we've a... been running a competition. Talk us yes. through it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, um, we obviously sponsored Ben Wilson a um, couple of seasons uh, during his... Um, his time at Coventry, I'm still here, but you know we've we've we sponsored oh, him. And um, what do you know? We finally, you know, uh, you know, kindly got a load of shirts from from Ben um, that were signed, and decided to go with that one, uh, which is quite nice. We had loads and loads of entries, which is great, and we want to do more of this sort of stuff because you know we do have a lot of loyal people on the Twitter page that follow us and interact with us and um all you have to do with this one is is listen to the podcast subscribe to the podcast very subscribe very to simple. the podcast yeah really really simple um so yeah that that competition ended um and i'm just gonna because we said we'd do it live on the pod i'm just gonna bring up so i've put all the names well, from, it's live now but it won't be live for the people who are listed it's live for me and you <laughs> yeah i can see it will be screen. live for them technically because they uh well, the unless they're listening they're to listen. it on repeat, I don't think anyone listens to us twice. Unless someone's listening in the uh, in the green room here, which would be quite <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. So, right, I'm gonna. I've got to just just uh... he's got a generator, ladies and gentlemen. So he's got he's put all your names in like an online exactly. generator, and he'll press go, and it will stop randomly on a name, and Dave will read it out. Are you ready to go? Because I want to put a drum roll in. Go. Okay, here we go. 
And the winner is... It's still spinning. It's still spinning. What is it My doing? God, is it... it's worse than being at the roulette table. Sorry. Fine. Here we it go. Is... It is. Here we go. Gabe Kirtlin. So at Gabe Kirtlin. Gabe um, Kirtlin. Yes. Uh, and Gabe. He... Gabe. Yes. Gabe. G-A-B-E. Congratulations, Gabe. Yeah. So wow. uh, we'll be in touch uh, over Twitter. Um, and we'll we'll get your, your address details and uh, we'll get that shirt out to you this week. It's the white one, wasn't it, with the sort of the window frame sleeves? Yeah, and yeah, watch really your nice space. That. We've got a couple couple of others. Uh, so we've got the green long sleeve one. So we will at some point have that as well as a competition. Maybe, maybe sort of an end of the season one, maybe. Season yeah. review, something like yeah. that. Be quite nice. Uh, if you do listen to the podcast, if you can like and subscribe, and leave a review as well. If you listen to us on the uh, the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app, you can leave a review. You can also give us a star rating. Um, anything you put in there would be appreciated, uh, good or bad. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We take everything on board. So yeah, really appreciate if you could do that. Let's move on. Maidstone was last night's fixture in the FA Cup. Um, the TV coverage would have you believe it was Maidstone versus Maidstone. <laughs> Since we only yeah. got Coventry was said twice in the first twenty minutes on the ITV4 coverage, which I, I get, suppose I get you, you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't have it any other way, would you? Listen, um, I get it. It's a fantastic occasion. You know, big up to Maidstone, big up to their followers. It was a um, yeah, by all intents and purposes, a, a brilliant night, great atmosphere, and uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, we spoke about the the performance that was needed from Coventry, and we got it five nil. Ellis Sims on the score Patty. sheet. Took the um, ball home. Took the ball home. He was uh, super excited in his his post match interview, and I'm I'm pleased for him. He's you know, people will say, oh, you know, he's found his level. It's non league and all this nonsense, but you know, that's hopefully going to breed some confidence into him because it's much needed. Yeah, and he took him. He took the goals well. I, I think you know, if you were really to dissect it down, maybe maybe the first one, the touch was a bit heavy, and you might not get. You know, but I thought their keeper was brilliant, actually. Oh, like, yeah, he, great. He yeah. came for he came for crosses like you know, like you would you'd love to be seeing that you know week in week out. Um, he was he commanded his box, but he did come out a little bit late on that that first one, and I think that maybe you wouldn't get that um, opportunity, and maybe the defending wouldn't be as static. But a great a great run, great instinctive finish. Um, the really, one that really impressed me, I, 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 sorry if I'm rattling on, but the one that really impressed me is the left-footed. You know, that was an instinctive yeah. finish. Um, yeah. uh, but that's what, what you know, lot I liked around them. They were they are strikers' instinctive finishes, and I'm not sure we've seen that from, from Sims as much. Um, but I think we have started to, haven't we, recently? You know, the, the Plymouth goal was, was a good striker's goal. Um, so, yeah, no, it's... Um, it's anticipation, isn't it? You know, looking, for, you know, trying to pick up that that extra yard that might, you know, there might be an opportunity that will arise. And, you know, fair play for him, even from the the Palmer shot, which was a, a fizzer. Yeah, it was. That was a lovely shot. He was, he was on that quickly. I mean, to be fair, Tavares did the same thing. That anticipation is, is so important. And you can see that with our forward line and their forward line, that was a major difference. We were anticipating what was going to happen next. And that's yeah. obviously the, you know, the quality in the football brain showing there. Yeah. And not fit in bathrooms three days a week. Like, you know, <laughs> that, 
and being able to play football on a training pitch you know, every single day is mm-hmm. uh, is a lot helpful. But um, yeah, I think we were. We were really sharp and um, got the job done. Really sharp. I'm happy with how professional it was. Definitely. Yeah, I think from the first minute you could see the intent was there. You know, to play football, play through the lines, get on the ball early, start trying to create things quickly. And, yeah, you know, we. I, I think that game suits us though. Really, like we don't know, really know how to play any other way. Like we mm-hmm. wouldn't know how to play, you know, long ball in the air with this team, this current team, if that makes sense. And being that front foot, right? Being on the front foot all the time. Exactly. And when you knock it around like we do, you know, we play really nice football. And when you knock it around like that, and you're always going to be that half a yard quicker than than you know a, a team that at that level that's going to create lots of chances and, and that's what we got. It's what it, what it did. Um, but like you say, great finishes and, and great instinct instincts by, by Sims. You mentioned Liam Kelly. He's like yeah. the, he's, we, we sort of wheel him out this time of year, don't we? Yeah. I'm off the dialysis machine, Liam, get back into the, <laughs> into the middle of the midfield. Again, people mention that it's, it's Maystone, it's non-league, but a very, very competent control performance from him. Considering he hasn't played for, you know, nigh on five months, 90 minutes as well. I just think he's just such a calm and composed footballer that, that sort of breathe, that breeds out into the rest of the team. Yeah, it does. And I think um, even Torp actually, but Torp does look wise beyond his years, I yeah. think. I don't know how old he is actually, but... I think he gave him the essence to 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 move forward last night a bit more, Torp, you know, because he knew he had that sort of control in behind yeah. him um, so he could he could like get in, get involved in the play a bit more yeah I don't know if we said this on the pod but it feels like this is this been this like changing of the guard in terms of like Sheaf felt that he had to sort of fill Hamer's boots where he was trying to do everything like play forward passes killer passes um, and defence and then Eccles has had to kind of feels like he's had to play that role so now he's become like this defensive player but he's got to try and play through the lines and by having Kelly in there that takes that out a little bit they 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 almost get their creative freedom back a little bit because they know you know don't worry old trusty Kelly's there and he's going to mop up anything that that perhaps I get wrong whereas when you're you know without that I think that they they have got one eye on what's going to happen I think so yeah I think so and that makes them less you know less instinctive and more thinking about what they're doing and then they're not playing that one touch they're not playing that that pass or or perhaps trying to go around someone or go through you know past someone so i think last night that showed it definitely did throw you know um free up torp i think to to be and you know we saw he's just you know he's just very very good player would you be against kelly now sort of having a run in the team at least while sheaf is is out just to have a bit that a bit calming influence, considering what happened on Friday night going into into a run of fixtures that are going to be you know quite tricky on paper, really. Yeah, I think you know I I really want a, a sort of Leeds performance against West Brom. That's that's what I want. Something where we go there and we go, we're going to be really hard to beat. Yeah, battling because, performance because yeah. a point is is as important as a win, really. Um, whereas a loss, it, it's going to you know six pointer. And we're gonna we're gonna get that much further back. So if we can try and stop, you know, stop from conceding, then and Kelly does give you that 
that sort of influence. It might not mean we're as, um, you know, as sort of coveted going forward. You know, we not have as many options, but it might just mean we're a bit more difficult to get beat. And, um, you know, when you've got players like O'Hare in the team and Torp, you know, Torp could, could absolutely hammer one from 30 yards. And Palmer and, as well. I think Palmer was was very, very good last night. He sort of... He really was. You, you can yeah. see someone like Vivash going to Casey Palmer before that game. Casey, this is like, this is way above your level. Take control of this football match. Yeah. App, just dominate it. Yeah. You know, these, you can just be the game winner tonight. And to be fair, I know Sim's got the finishes, but... He created everything. He created all the chances. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah he shot um, his his vision. The way he got the ball out of his feet. Um, I, I still think he's on uh, some sort of... There must be some sort of... Uh, contract. The, step o- the step over shield. Step over shield bonus. There's got to be a bonus around step overs. <laughs> but, but I'm here for it. It can't be that much though. Over t- two two hundred quid a pop. I think it's contagious because Tavares was doing it as well. <laughs> you know, if he does any more, he might buy his own TV channel, like a lot of people in this country. <laughs> there, there we go, more political chat. Um, I mentioned Tavares earlier. I know he scored two goals, but I think that sort of clouded over what I thought was a pretty woeful performance from him. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, know, I, I know he's um... been out and all that sort of stuff, but. I just didn't feel like he had any confidence to take on a man. I, yeah, uh, I'm not sure he's a natural right wing. I can't remember what he really did in the in the twenty threes. Um, when when he was like you know setting it alight, I I thought he must have been playing like like off the last man or something. I think he I think he did score a lot of goals in the twenty threes. I just I just struggle I just struggle to see what it is about him. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I think, well, what it is is blistering pace, isn't it? Or was that's that's that what only gets I you think so we far, felt. Dave, right? It does, but it does cause defensive headaches because they have to one, they have to spin and turn and chase back to their own goal, which they never like doing. And chasing someone that's absolutely rapid is even, you know, you either got to go right, I'm going to kick, I'm going to kick this fella early doors, or or I'm in for a bit of a tough afternoon. Because I he, can't he keep didn't do that once last night, though. There was like, but, but this, this is the, the thing, though. Feet, and he could have just knocked it past Capranu, whatever his name was, left back, who was so slow, so slow. And I'm thinking, just knock it past him and burst round. You've got the pace, do it. But there's just a real lack of confidence to do it. I think that's and also, it, though. Maybe, I think that's maybe it. also confidence. the ability to do it, personally. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure on him. Yeah, and, and agree. But like, so... The, the two games were very different for, for, for what I mean Tavares playing. So Stoke, it, he got the ball to him very late. So he, he didn't get given a chance to take a man on because we by the time he got the ball out to him, they were, were fully set. Last night, there were opportunities, I think, actually more for him to to do that. And he didn't seem to have the confidence, like you say, to go, go around. There was one where... He, you know, he should have burnt him off the pace and got a cross in, and he, and he somehow it went for a corner. Okay, but he shouldn't have probably even been able to keep up. Um, I think it's a confidence thing. You're only going to get that from games. Um, he's part of a squad rotation. We're not a Man City, so we can't go out and get you know two tats um, and two Hadji Wrights. I, I and... thought you were wondering where you'd go with that. There, tats, tats, yeah. <laughs> But we can't get two Sakamoto's then, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I get, I get you. Yeah, I do, I do get. So that. 
we and we and and we're we're you know on our bare bare bones and it's too late in the season for him to go back to the 23s and you know whilst we've got such a chocker calendar so there is only one really a few games that he can can play in which was Stoke where you think they're struggling and we can go away and get a result and Maidstone at home like he's not going to play against West Brom but is it when you say that's the perfect opportunity for him against Maidstone he didn't do it like no he didn't like he didn't show like he had the the ability to do it personally like I just, I just, yeah I, I, a little bit that's the only point from last night I'm really really annoyed about was was him and I know the two goals just sort of just clouding the sort of judgment I think people might have I might, I might not be the, I might actually be the only person who who thinks this way I don't know it's uh... no no I think a lot of people would agree that he didn't have a, a great game you got to be in the right place at the right time but you know that yeah the was anticipation a, for the goal was labored, great a labored you know at, at times it's quite you know by then it was quite a labored uh, defense you know they'd almost you know surrendered to what was happening and they were very leggy like you know it was it was um, you could tell that that had kicked in around even actually i thought when they came out for the second half they looked like they were they were struggling um physically with the pace of the game um but look it, again you've got to try and fit these players in i don't think he would be mark robbins's first choice um and i don't think you'll see him um, against West Brom, but I, I'm not sure he's a, he's also an out and out winger. Like that's not really his game. I don't think he's probably ever played that position. I think he probably played as like a, which technically is what he was doing yesterday. But as that sort of, well, that sort of tats right right sided of a of a forward. But to do that, you've got to be getting balls in behind. And you know whether or not I'm right, I didn't watch much of it, but I'd imagine that under 23's team sat quite high and there was a lot of space in behind and he was blistering pace because, you know, at that level, physically still, there is different, you know, the, 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 the margins are a little bit wider, if that makes sense. And you can yep. expose that. Um, yeah. Whereas you've got to remember then we haven't really seen him in a, in a, you know, in a competitive game for such a long time, have we? So, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think his touch was off at times. I think he wasn't confident enough to take his man on when he should have. Um, I, I don't know Where, whether there's a, a future there un, under Mark Robbins and AD. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. But I would definitely say that I don't think you. He's not going to be first choice, is he? He's uh, he's still got another year on his contract. So yeah, um, we shall see with with Fabio. Uh, one thing I don't want to see in the future is this light show. That seems to be happening. What is this about? And who has come up with this idea? I haven't seen any, again, I haven't seen anything on social. Is it? Is it a joke that I've missed somewhere? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if other grounds are doing it, but yeah, it's... Um, what it's other grounds big. are it's doing it? Clever. Spurs do it. There's an app on the Spurs. Um, the Spurs right. app have has this light show and you're supposed to put it out before, like 10 minutes before the game. Put your phone out, face it towards the... Oh, and it's but it's choreographed. Yeah, like a Coldplay concert, right? If you've been to one of those, no. Oh, well, I've been to many. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's I I don't get I don't get it though. It just seems like we're just holding up a flashlight now, or just a, a white screen. It's a bit odd. It's peculiar. I don't get it. Yeah, it's a bit odd. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's on TikTok. I'm not sure. I'm not um, and also. There was an opportunity last night to use a couple of kids, I thought, from the academy. We had a couple on the bench, 
and yeah, we didn't we didn't do it. I'm this is another thing with Robbins that kind of confused me a little bit at times is that he he sort of refuses to to give anybody a game when you know it was won last night, easily won, and he yeah. brought on De Silva ahead yeah. of you know Lasala or or Andrews. I was a little bit taken back by that, to be honest. I thought this is you know a great opportunity for them to get a little bit of match experience. I know it's against Maidstone, but there was an opportunity there. Um, saying that, bringing Jay De Silva on when he had a terrible time against Preston, I think this was brought up on on the commentary, might be a good decision in the long term because it might read into his confidence a little bit more. Saying that, he also didn't have a particularly great time when he was on the pitch last night. Also, so it's yeah, I, I didn't know what to make of that. Yeah, I I I think with Robbins, I I agree. I think it would have been nice to have, to have seen a few of those um, you know, younger lads uh, get on. Uh, like you say, Andrews, um, Lasada. Only only with the game being won, I'm not expecting them to start the match at all. I wanted no, I wanted a, a, yeah. a you know, a pretty much a full strength side as much as we could last night to go out there, win the game, and then when the opportunity arises, then to bring on some of the youngsters and you know, we didn't do it. Yeah, but maybe you know Maybe he's he's done that because he wants Bidwell to start and De Silva to to come on and give himself a chance that you know give me a headache for Friday, you know, and uh, because uh, you know help me make up my mind basically. Maybe that's that's what it is because he's you know he's not really fixed on a, that sort of left side from what I can gather really still, and maybe he's that's why he's done that. For example. Um, Obviously, he had to give, you know, Fabio a, a big, a, a, a decent chunk. Um, he had to give Godden some game time. He, he needs to have him up, up, up and running and, and on the boil as, as much as possible. And O'Hare, he had to get some minutes. So I suppose it leaves, doesn't leave that much opportunity. But I, I, I yeah, yeah. Just, I, just maybe just you know, maybe that is about being around the match day squad and bringing him in to say, look, you're part of our plans in the future and. You know, they wouldn't have normally got that on a championship fixture, right? They wouldn't have been a part of the match day squad. And that even that is is a sort of coming of age sort of procedure, isn't it? But there might be now if we lose any more players to injury, for God's well, sake. You know, yeah, if we could have we could be back to sort of, you know, opening season and the championship vibes where we had three or four Academy players on the on the bench. Look at that Burnley game last last season. We had like four Academy, five Academy players on the bench that day. So I'm quite looking forward to going back to three goalkeepers in the match they scored That's... oh yeah although Collins wasn't available last night was he he was there he had the flu Bow was Bow was on the bench yeah that would have been that would have been exciting if, if Wilson had, had something happened to Wilson to see how young Ballard uh, had had coped um, but yeah let's have a man of the match I think it's pretty uh, pretty simple probably the, the, the easiest one of the of the season yeah, I mean the plaudits are going to go to Sims and and rightly so. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely you can't get a hat trick and not be man of the match. But um, a really you know really great performance from Casey Palmer, um, as you said, and um, you know hopefully he can he can they can both take that into um, Friday night's game. And a shout out to George Elikobi as well, the the Maidstone gaffer, who you know he just seems like a a beaming ray of light. Uh, in the in the footballing footballing world, there's a great video that the uh, 
FA release today of in the changing room, and yeah, you'd you'd run a brick wall through a uh, run through a brick wall for someone like that. I I, I haven't seen that. I'll go back and have a look, look at yeah. that. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, he, he just seems such a great character, and that's what we need. We love I love characters. I know Warnock gets some, you know. Pouters, but he's a great character. Oh, of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's be, it'd be boring otherwise. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. No, and yeah, we've said it earlier on, but it's 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 great. They, I think they're in a pretty decent position in 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 where they are at the moment. Um, yeah, they've got a good chance of the of the playoffs in in their league. So yeah, and obviously the money. Yeah. Yes, so I was reading today. Upwards of six hundred grand they've 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 earned from this this cup run, which is. You know, for us, it's maybe small change, but for them, it's an absolute fortune, which will keep Maidstone alive, I imagine, for the you know, next 10, 10 to 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Well, we we all have, you know, we we it wasn't that too far long ago, was it, when we were, when we had, you know, very low budgets in, mm. in League Two and, and, and the likes, right? And and okay, and even then, it that would have been vastly different but you, it's not too hard to imagine is it how much uh, this could change their fortunes in the in the coming years yeah good luck to them you're listening to sky blues extra picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order mug delivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Right, a quick look ahead to another Friday night game under the lights. Uh, This time, a trip to the Hawthorns. West Bromwich Albion fellow playoff contenders. I'll get my words out in a second. I'm apprehensive, Dave. I know we spoke before we we started to record, and I think we're both sort of on the edge of what to expect on on Friday night. Would you like to tell everybody how you how you're feeling? Yeah, pretty pretty nervous. I think against. I mean, look, they're a quality team anyway, right? And our league form has been a little bit shaky, and hopefully, you know, Maidstone was a was a confidence booster, but. When you look back through some of their results, I watched them. I watched the game against Ipswich. Um, I thought they were very special that day, to be honest. Um, and Ipswich did peg them back, and it was two all. But I thought they, the way they approached that game to to against a team that was going to be obviously possession based and keep the ball, um, the, the tactics that they displayed was was good. Okay, they lost to Southampton. Um, they drew. I'm going to mention the Southampton game because I know they got a man sent off quite early but even in that game I thought they were quite competitive at, you know for large majority of the game I know they lost 2-0 and you know South a midweek quad- game uh it was a Friday night game yeah I remember watching that yeah. as well actually yeah a week, a week before our our game um against Preston um so yeah they they are a tough they are a tough nut to crack they've got various 
match winners. You only have to look at the likes of, you know, Swift, Thomas Asante, Dean Garner back in amongst it as well. It's going to be a very, very tough game on, on Friday. Yeah, I mean, Swift, eh? seven goals this year and he, he was frozen out, wasn't he, at the start of the season? Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he was injured for a little bit as well. So he's he's sort of coming back into into it, which nobody wants to see in this division. We know how good he is, a, you know, a championship operator. Um, yeah, if only we got, they've got, got some solid, solid championship players, older, you know, older professionals, I guess, you know, likes of Wallace has been around the championship for long enough. Um, like you say, Swift, but they also got like, you know, the youngsters as well, right. That can, um, that can do some damage as well. It, it's going to be a very, very tricky fixture. I mean, away from home, any fixture in this league is, but this one does look particularly um, tough. Yeah, uh, totally agree. And obviously you've mentioned the potential six-pointer, in inverted commas, uh, the old cliche of of, of six-pointer, which is it's going to be tough to, to get back at this stage. A win for West Brom would take to 59 points, would be on 51. That Yeah. That seems, I know what we did last year and all that sort of stuff, but I think that sort of gap to overturn at this stage of the season with a team that have got such quality, I think that's going to be tough to to overcome. And then you're only potentially looking at that that sixth Six position, four. which Hollow obviously um, in at the moment. They're playing well. Norwich are playing well. Preston have turned a corner. Yeah, it's it's it feels like sort of, do or die time now um, at this stage. It does, yeah. I mean, we're not, we're, you know, the FA Cup whole whole game is going to get moved now for the FA Cup to to a to a midweek. You decide whether that's a good or bad thing. Um, you know, maybe it Do is we a to good decide thing. now. <laughs> no, <not right laughs> but but it's you know m- maybe moving that to a midweek is, but depend on then what happens on the weekend, and then you're cramming them in. Um, that could go, you know, that could really go towards the end of the season now that when you look at the calendar um you know i'm not really sure when they're going to be able to fit fit that one in so um, they've got there's 13 games between the game at the moment between hall and the uh coven hall and then away at huddersfield so they could put it in that gap there which i think obviously that was sort of the the gap the club were eyeing up for a bit of a break uh and get some bodies back in yeah, okay. So we play, we'll play Watford. We'll play international Watford. break, though, isn't it? Is it international oh. break? Sorry? Is it an international break? Uh, What, March the 23rd? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is it? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was just a break in the season. Yeah, no, I think I think March the 23rd is a, is a um, is an international break. So it, that doesn't open up the 25th and 26th. Unless, I don't know. I mean, I'd be surprised to see that so so you saw a look in between the Birmingham game and the Ipswich game which yeah you know, I'd that, say so that 16th, could be a, of, 16th of April yeah which could be a very tough run then if you look at that away at Southampton away at Birmingham and then two massive games then potentially between Holland and Ipswich so yeah yeah um yeah so that does make that does make that a bit difficult um yeah, West Brom, tricky, tricky uh, 
tricky, tricky tie. I think you also and, never uh, know what to expect from West Brom, though, do you? No, uh, they are they are sort of the the absolute yo-yo side of of this division. One week, yeah, you know, look like they could win the league, and the next, it looked like they could easily get relegated. It's um, yeah, it's it's, it's a weird one. Um, this week the fixtures are fall a little bit kindly, don't they? I think um, you've got Hull, um, Hull and Preston. You All know, playing so... Preston, yeah. They both can't win that. No. Uh, and Norwich. Um... Home to Sunderland, who Sunderland yeah. need to you know, find some form again. Three losses in a row for them. So Exactly. You know, they've got, to, they've week, got to go there. Was, even last week when we, 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 uh, we lost that Preston game, results kind of went our way. They did. Absolutely. We didn't, we didn't, ha- and, and like, we didn't lose thing. too much ground. This is the thing. So, you know, you're definitely not out of it. I just, when I look at some of the, the pedigree of these teams and then you, you know, if you were to stick this in front of a robot, you would go, yeah, Norwich sick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because the old supercomputer, it, it would, because they'd just be going, yeah, they, you know, they know how to do it. They've been around it. It doesn't mean that that's going to happen. They could easily fall away. Um, but, you know, other than that, you know, I think Hull, obviously, Hull have signed, signed really well, haven't they, in, in in January, and that's starting to come to fruition a little yeah. bit now. Yeah, Carvalho's on, on form, scoring goals. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's going to be tricky. Um, should we get a, should we get a quick prediction for you? I don't want to... Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough, isn't it? I hate it's, saying a loss. Yeah. I, I think... I'm trying to keep I, it positive, I, I think... really, but... Yeah, well, I think I think if we it it's I do think we can go there and get a draw. It's about um, our approach, right? How we approach exactly. that game. Because if you like you say, if we approach it the same sort of mentality as the Leeds game, then you think we can go there and, you know, get a positive result. It might not be a win, but a draw at this stage, don't lose any more ground. That is a positive, positive result. Um Yeah, and, and then, you know, Rotherham on the on the on the Tuesday. Yeah, but you've got to back it up though. Yeah. That's that's exactly what you have to do. Um and I think it sort of all it, honestly it all comes down to, you know, how we utilize the squad. I don't want I'm sick of seeing this bat line changed. We need to get some you know stability there really with that back line because championship winning sides and okay, we're not going to win the championship, but let's say good performing championship sides they're built on very, very strong defences. You don't see many defences being changed regardless of how many matches are being played. It's all built on that sort of stability from the back. I think okay. that looked pretty solid last night. Yeah, and... okay. Thomas hasn't played well recently, but there's there was, you know, obviously with him and Kitching together, there's been some great signs this year. Bidwell's played well. He was seemingly dropped for no reason. And obviously yeah. Van Evac has, you know, has, has performed pretty Shoot. well yeah. um, this, this year as well. So, I want to see that sort of stability and just constant swapping and changing of goalkeepers. I'm I'm not too sure on what's going on there. No, I find that quite odd. Yeah, it's, it felt like even with Robin's comments saying that he had two good goalkeepers, you know, one's performed way better than the other this year. So you go with the, the better performing one, surely it's not rocket science. Sometimes I feel like we swap and change for swapping and change reason. It's just, there's no need for it. Um, yeah, but it's it's a it's a tough one to bring Wilson back out now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's you know he's he's made he's made his bed in a in a way, isn't he, Robbins now? So he's got to he's got to lay in it, and um, 
yeah, it's, it's, you look at what happened on Friday night and that first ball coming into the box for the from the corner and not coming for it and silly mistakes, not diving for ball. It's just like I, I'm not confident in either of them, but I'm a bit more confident in Brad Collins because of how well he's performed this year. But yeah, yeah. now now. Do you talk- think if Collins wasn't ill, he would have come back in last night? Yeah, it's it's a weird because I was listening to Oggy talk about this and he was like, well, Collins uh, Wilson was the cup goalkeeper and then he's brought Wilson in for the league. So did that make the Collins the cup keeper? Would he have been returned for last night's game with only just being dropped out of the side? It's just like, just load of decisions being made that like, you don't have to make those decisions at this stage of the year, I don't feel. Well, you're right. You need consistency. That's that's a big part of... of of why last year, you know, we did, we did because we were consistent in the approach and the way that we played. And, you know, we were very consistent in, in, um, you know, in, 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 in the back, back line, really. Well, hopefully we find some consistency now as we head towards, towards the end. What was your prediction? Uh, I'm going to go for a one all draw. Yeah. I'm with you. I think, I think, uh, I think we'll concede, but, Hopefully with Sims now in, in form and, and sort of right coming back into the fold a little bit more. And O'Hare and Palmer playing well recently. Hopefully that will give us the edge. Dave, good to chat with you once again on the podcast. Thank you for, for joining me. Thank you for everyone for, for listening. Big thank you to our sponsors at the Sky Blue Tavern also for their continued support. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, play up Sky Blues. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, We understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.